0: Hello everybody, welcome to this week's podcast. It is Andy here, I hope you're doing well, having a fantastic week. This week we have another special guest and we've got a very different one this week. It's great to get a mix of guests on from all walks of life and today we have a British actor, writer and comedian Tom Davis. Now Tom is relatively new to golf and we Connected with Tom through Instagram. He's been playing about 12 months now and he's messaged backwards and forwards from us, watches some of our content. Um, And he's quite new to it. So we thought let's get him on to the podcast and chat all things golf. Let's talk about his experience, why he got into the game, what he struggles with, and just get a bit of an understanding of, of his game, really, and see also if we can help him. And, and we really enjoyed this chat, actually. Tom's a great guy, lots of fun, as you can imagine. And during the chat, it's interesting how he links his his stand-up comedy to golf. So there's a bit of a crossover in that, so there's always interesting to listen to that. We also give him some advice on what to do when we start off the round badly. If we hit a bad uh, tee shot off the first, what do we do to keep our momentum and keep our... brain and gear, plus lots of other discussions and all things golf really. Now a slight warning before we get into this podcast, if you are sensitive to language, then we apologize. There is a little bit of effing and jeffing in this podcast, but please look past that and you will be entertained in this one and there's some definite take-homes in this as well to help your game. So without further ado, please welcome Tom Davis to the podcast. Big Tom Davis, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. How's it going?
1: Very well, very well. Good to see you both. Like, like I've uh I remember when I first got in touch with you guys I was watching I was I think I was traveling a lot I was going to set and watching your videos in the back of a car constantly mm-hmm. I became obsessed with uh like uh I think I, I think I watched I think I watched nearly everything you did on YouTube and joined up to the site and became obsessed but yeah no no good good I've had to cancel game of golf so that's always a bit of a grumble.
0: You've cancelled game of golf for this today. That's very kind of you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was hoping to pick up some wisdom if I, if I did this. That's
0: it. That's it. Good prep. Well, look. thanks again for joining us. It's um. We're going to chat about golf because we know that you're obviously fairly new into the game. Um, yeah. How long have you been playing now? And what was it that got you actually into golf?
1: Um. So I've been playing for, I've sort of been playing since, I suppose, the first lockdown. I sort of was sort of I started just sort of like playing around like I I got a seven iron and just started sort of playing around with just hit, hitting a ball here and there um and it was because I'd done a show with uh Jamie and Harry Redknapp and we'd done this uh this amazing show which was on Zoom which was quite it's like basically essentially a podcast but we had incredible guests and the first guest we had on was was Rory McIlroy and then um and then we had Nar Horan who was you know I think a fan of you guys so they both came on and, and I was just sort of like always hooked i was sort of i've moved to a new area so i don't necessarily know, know there are a lot of people and that was that happened in like during covid so so just just to sort of the way that these guys were, all four of them talked about golf and you know it was it was all that they did around and i was thinking how could this game be so obsessive and how could you <laughs> spend this long chat about you know little did i know that that would become me in about fucking two and a half months well i know, I know um
0: I played golf with Jamie a while ago in Dubai and I mean I think he plays like daily doesn't he? He's a member at Queenwood and he plays like yeah. every opportunity that he can he's on the course isn't he?
1: Yeah, you know what he he's really he's a really supportive guy with it as well Jamie. He's really um early on with 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 sort of like hitting the ball and whatever and and um I was sort of sending videos of my swing to him and Alan who he who sort of coached him a bit and he was really great. He was I think that's the thing actually about golf is that I think everyone I've come into contact with um, I'd say there's, there's been one or two wallies. but um, <laughs> for the most part, people are really support if you, if you, if you sort of say, like I'm new, I'm new to this and sort of, you know, people will for a lot, for a lot of, you know, people really like, you know, they, I think people love it so much they, and they're just always happy to see someone else has taken up. I mean, the one thing I, ha- my real thing I hate is, so I watch a lot of your videos, right. And I've got a mate of mine who coaches me a bit. My pet hate is the, the, <laughs> the person on the course who tries to give you lessons halfway through your swing it's just my that is my pet peeve i'm like mate please just uh just walk away
0: they want to help they want to help but they just do not help at all from our experience that they're best off just saying nothing no it's what my what favorite do, thing tom huh? what we should do is we'll send
2: like a, a an audio message say leave tom alone we've got it <laughs> no, no, play that to
1: them. but i've seen you both talk about it um uh, you both it. it's one of the things I like, and also what, uh, one of the things I love about watching your videos is just they're so simple, the simplicity of following them is so, you know, but also, it, it's just that thing of getting the basics right, but it's the th- I think it's the thing that keep your head down, keep your head down, keep your head down, and you're like, you know, so for some people that's doesn't, like, you know when you think, well, hold up, like, you sit, like these, these guys on the course seem to be like an encyclopedia a of like how to play golf. And then like have you ever watched a professional golf tournament? Have you ever watched the Masters? No, they don't all swing the same. It's not a computer game with one graphic. They all like John Rahm, McElroy, um, uh, Bryson. They all hit different. Do you know what I mean? And it, it's uh yeah, so that's that's the sort of, that's my only pet peeve. But for the most part, it's genuinely and I'd say the social side of it is amazing, I find. Yeah,
0: it's the best sport to be. It is. I mean, one of our things, after the back of last year and what's happened over the last 12 months, golf has been great to us. And it, as you mentioned, it's just a great game to be in for meeting all sorts of people. And it's given us a great life and we love what we do. What was your perception about golf before you got into it? And how different is your is the reality of what it is now compared to what you thought it was?
1: I, I, I suppose perception, I, I, weirdly, so I grew up in a place where, Near to nearish to where I grew up, there was some really good courses, Walton Heath, uh, Kingswood. Sort of really, you know, and the sort of kids. I suppose at that time, it felt the kids who played golf were probably um, maybe more affluent kids that might sort of be in another friendship group. You know, it, I th- I think I probably had a perception it was, you know, it was sort of maybe more of a sort of. Uh, more, more of an upper class thing in a way probably wrong so and, and i think then weirdly a lot of my mates as they sort of stopped playing sunday league football a lot of my mates who sort of were builders scaffolders they were playing more and more golf um i th- i so I, I didn't sort of have any i think probably my worry was if i'm going to be honest was just taking up another sport that i'd be dreadful at um <laughs> um which is a, it's a really weird thing because the, the thing i love about and i've got to love more and more of golf is that so much it's a mind battle but I think, I can't remember who he said, but the, the the simplest thing is the ball isn't going any, anywhere. So if you play football, you know, so many different variables of how the ball's coming at you, da, 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 or rugby, uh, boxing, you, you're worried about not getting punched. <laughs> but with, with golf, it's it's sort of so much in your own head, right? So much of it. And and uh, so my perception that I think was probably it was going to be, in a sense, in one sense, I thought, oh, it's gonna it's going to be a lot harder than it is, but then, I, I completely misjudged. I thought you. I never thought you'd ever play a game that you could play on a Tuesday and go. oh, man, I seem like I've got this locked, and then play on a Thursday and go. Well, these clubs are going to go on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
0: a big. It's a big difference. It is a massive difference.
1: And I love it though, man. It's 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 a really. I like the social side of it. I like the fact that, you know, it's and it. You know, it's a weird thing. Like I'm forty, coming up to forty two now, and. You know, the days really of playing any other sort of sport and sort of having that competitive edge in your life sort of goes a little bit and you know, it's great to be a fan, it's great to sort of sit and watch um West Ham or you know, especially this season, but but watch football and what you know. But actually going out and going, well, actually, there's something I can and also I I play with a guy um who's who's a professional and but I can go out and play with him, you know, staple foot or I can I can go out and, and play part, you know, you know, me against him part and part, whatever. And there's still like an angle of where I can, essentially, I can beat him. And that's, there's no other sport you can do that. And that's, that's what I I sort of love about it. And yeah, I think you said earlier, Andy, I love the fact that, you you know, I've been out on the course and ended up having a four ball with people that I'd never have ever met. Like, you know, people from very different walks of life. And yeah, I think that's, that's the beauty of it as a game.
2: Yeah, for sure. It It is, as I say, it connects everybody, doesn't it? Let's get a little bit onto your golf. Cause obviously you were saying that, you know, you, out of lockdown, you played okay, but then the next game was horrendous. What what have you done in your game to at this early stage to help you improve?
1: You know what? I think so much of so the big thing was watching the videos like and getting that grip. Cause if I'm honest with you, I I completely and and I think it's you Piers doing the one about it's you did you did a video about the grip and you've got to get this right. And um I was awful at school. I never paid any attention. Right. So when I watched your, your, when, you know, when you guys, you know, said, oh, you yeah, know, get on the site, have a watch. Right. I'm probably like most people. I sort of went on your site and then I'm like, you know, you guys do. And for anyone who's listening who wants a great instruction of how to go back and do these steps, but do them as the boys say. Because what I was like, right. Well, I've sort of got the grip and I kind of had the backswing. And now I can hit a ball and like, you know, one in 10 balls, might you know, but then when I went back and was like, actually, you know what, like this, the grip is everything. And then from that moment of getting the grip, right. I can, I can sort of get behind it. And I think it's my, my main problem is I think it's just loss of form at times. It's just making sure I like, you know, the detail of it, but I pull my arms up so much. So when I'm coming back through, back through my swing, I tend to, pull my arms up and then not follow through. if I follow through and I've got my arms coming down that like I can smash a driver as far as anyone. And there's times on a course where people think I've been playing a lot longer than I have, mm-hmm. but if that form goes and that sort of, if I get too much in my own head and, you know, coming on to sort of like you know, if I have a bad eighth and the ninth and 10th invariably, I'm, you know, I'm like going over and over. Cause I sort of lose that concentration of what I'm doing. So, I, you know, the best, I went back and watched the video you guys did about the setup. That's the that that's a massive important thing for me now. It's just that setup every so I'll go in the garden now and I'll most days I'll try and hit like fifty balls, and I'll just every time try and mirror the same setup like club grip, backswing foot you know and and hopefully you, you know that sort of once you're out on the course you can keep that in your nut.
2: It, you know it definitely creates that consistency when you get the setup nailed and as you said the grip the grip just allows the club to move around your body yeah and that but that consistency of that setup can then flow into the movement of the body and it look it takes time to develop a golf swing you know the sports you did before would have developed that but I think the big thing for you is the more you can obviously it's hard for you and anyone listening to this who's just getting into the game it's difficult to start with to to. Dedicate the time that's required to learn, and we all want to learn quickly. You know, it's like, yeah.
1: how,
2: how on earth can I shoot 120 when last week I shot 102? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But You've got to get that time on the golf course. um how do you, how do you go about that? Because this is a great question. Obviously, you're married. I'm not sure. Yeah. Have you have you, got, have you got any kids? I'm not, I don't not even, at the
1: moment. No, 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 not at the moment. Yeah.
2: How do you get on the golf course? How do you actually pull that one
1: off? I think it's you know what it is it's I think my wife was like sort of screaming out really and she's been she's actually been incredibly supportive with that for me to have some sort of hobby I, like you know to get sort of uh I, I've like ADHD which is like um so my which is great part for some parts of my job uh you know and so when lockdown hit I really I struggled really really for the first month or so with like I'm used to being gigging I'm used to be on the set I'm used to writing I'm used to being around people for that first month I was like wow this is like I've, I've sort of you know I, I, sort of, I was a bit aimless you know so that became like working out quite a bit and I sort of trained a lot but then I sort of was like you know I, I sort of I, it sort of came to me I was I was for the first time I was at home and I was in the area I'm living in more and I thought well I actually don't really know anyone around here and you know and then like I say the sort of thing with Jamie and, and uh, Harry and the guys sort of set me up really there just to think oh, actually you know what maybe I'll I'll just give golf a try. And I think I sort of instantly fell in love with it. I think it was just, but you sort of make time. I think it's like, you know, it's like tomorrow I'll go out uh because I sort of, you know, it's great, you know, and, and it's the other thing I think of like, you know, you have that sort of like people saying, you know, the joke of like, oh, he's just walking about, you know, da da, da and there are people a bit, but actually I like I, I have an Apple watch. So I know for a fact that usually if I'm, you know, playing like I do, I'll walk nearly, I'll do well over 10,000 steps on 18 holes. So I'm getting fit and I'm, I'm out in the sun and I'm out with usually good company. I'm having a laugh and that's great for my mental health. So, and, and my wife is a real pusher in me, not getting too concerned. I can get very, you know, I write, so King Gary, I write King Gary. I make, I have the production company that makes it. I make a you know, show. I'm doing another show here. I've got a podcast. I can get inside my own head. So for her and for her life to be fair, it's good for me to get out of the house (laughs) and, um, do something I enjoy for me that's just for, you know, that is just something I'm enjoying for myself. And I think that's, um, so yeah, she, I'm very lucky in that, in that department that I'm someone who's.
2: I think that's great for anyone who's listening to this, who's, who's who's just thinking about taking up the game and just listening to what you have in your life. You have a lot in your life. But then have yeah, yeah. something like this, which is yours.
1: And yeah. And
2: it frees your mind, doesn't it? And keeps you fit at the Mate, same
1: time. I, I'll tell you now, like this is, and this is, you know, no exaggeration, If now I play golf and I'll try and play, you know, next week I'm away. But if I'm I'm writing from home, if I'm doing a podcast, I'm not filming. You know, when I'm filming King Gary, you know, that's, you know, 16-hour days. It's a crazy time. But if I've got time, I'll try and do one day at the range and two days with, you know, when I'm out playing 18 holes. The next day, if I've done 18 holes, the next day or the afternoon after I've done 18 holes, I'll write 20 times, 30 times better easily Mm -hmm. because... My brain is clear and I'll go out and I'm not thinking. And so, if I'm writing at the moment, me and Rom are doing a thing and looking at going doing a stand up tour at the end of next year, I'm like, So, if I come back and I've played 18, I've cleared my brain from thinking about anything else. I'm coming into it, you know, and you're like, Right, you know, and even when you're on the course, you're just going because I'm, you know, I don't know, I think some one of the things I've learned is not to be too pent up. So when I'm trying to swing now, I'm not thinking, all oh, right, am I standing like this? I'm standing, here. Is my grip. I'm trying to sort of sing. I usually try and sing and relax or hum a tune just to relax. Uh, one of you boys as well It's just that saying something as you come up and then coming down. Do you know what I mean? So that, but when I'm doing that, also I try then, I'm just thinking of sometimes jokes. So I'm just thinking a bit that I could work out and stand up. There's nothing to do with golf that could just be doing to anything. So it, I find it just, yeah, it's, it sort of sets, sets your sort of concentration. And also, I weirdly think as a stand-up, it will help because just the concentration and actually the mental way of just being right, you know, you just hit that, you know, adrenaline, you know, when you're, you know, you're, you're a couple of short strokes in front or whatever. And you, you're you like, oh, you know, the other week I played a guy and I came in, I was like, I was like, fucking, I was five strokes with two holes left. And I was like, I could beat him for the first ever time. Mm-hmm. I mean and naused it on the last two, because um, I've got inside my own head, and I'm like, now I'm going, you know what, that's that's the same thing I do at stand-up sometimes, if a joke doesn't work, and just move on, This is another thing you guys say, like, you hit a bad ball, move on. Instead, I hit a bad ball, and I'm going to hit five bad balls. And actually, the thing about it is, you know, like let that go, move on to the next thing, and then just literally, and I think it's a good just good thing in life, is if you can treat life a little bit like a golf course, you might have, well, we, we, we might have it sussed.
2: Yeah. Do you, know what you, you said, you said absolutely some parallels. I mean, you said, and we spoke about it, a little bit off air before we got on this, but I'm going to bring it up now. And when me and Andy do these podcasts, we look at someone who's an expert at what they do. If they're not a golfer, like a golf pro or golf coach, and we try and figure out how, what the link would be, that how they could use, that they're an expert in their profession and they can yeah. bring that into golf. And you actually talking a little bit about, you know, rushing a punchline, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You know and how similar that works towards a, you know, hitting a golf ball. Just, just go through that a little bit. I think the the, the listeners will be
1: fascinated. I think it's yeah. As I was saying, it's it's a thing. I think that the easiest thing for for me to and like you guys, was to try and break down how I could equate golf to to what I do every day. So yeah, you know, whether that's um so writing a joke and writing a script, or so if you write a script, for example, if you're telling a joke, you don't go straight to the punchline, and what we tend to do when I st- st- like started doing stand up I'd tell a joke and I'd be so anxious about everything I'd rush just to get to to, to like to the punchline so I'm like the <laughs> so the build up of it all was just like fragmented and it was just all a little bit and people were like well, what was he talking about just so I could get to what the bit I thought was important which is a pun- and actually what you realize is the whole story on the run up to that punchline is so important so when I started like equating that to golf it's like we well, you know what it's that it's settling your mind you know it's it's the is the grip right are you you know your distance from the ball is that right so then trying to break down all that stuff and then for me anyway i've always just thought you know and uh jimmy billard said this to me but it's like i haven't got to fucking come all the way back there as quick as i can and just fly through it it's just like you know what if you're smooth and you're going kind to of come and if the if the tempo and if the rhythm is fine then then usually, and you can make good contact, And that for me, I just equate that down. I'm just constantly thinking, well, that's like telling a joke. So now if I'm telling a joke, I'm on stage, I've been doing it for nearly 15 years, or if I'm doing a script or if we're doing King Gary or whatever, Murder and Success, you know, you know that you've got, you know, the punchline's there. And actually, as long as you can, it's almost more enjoyable waiting for that time just to get to the punchline. And I think that's the thing of like, for the hit the ball. I mean, the only difference is, you know, from what I've learned is actually the punchline, which is hitting the ball in golf you know you need another fucking joke because actually the, <laughs> the swing after hitting the ball is the most important bit but that's yeah that's kind of the gist I, I roll with now
2: what would you say is the most um what's the most nerve-wracking for you when you were starting that or when you when you're starting obviously your stand-up or actually standing on the first tee
1: standing on the first tee there we go <laughs> it's without any doubt in, in my mind like yeah like but which which is insane because I think I go back to and, and like don't go, I'm I'm a very anxious person in a sense and I, I struggle with anxiety and I struggle with with nerves and and like, I didn't do a lot you know I would stand up was sort of a you know I was scaffolding when I first started stand up so it was a complete different thing than what than what I'm used to in a sense, um, but I can be I, so I could but I can go on stage now and I you know and I you know go in front of a few thousand people I could have a TV show that's been watched by, and and I'm not not nowhere near as nervous as I, when I teed off yesterday, right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, a lovely woman who works at the, the, uh, the, the bar where I, where I play and another guy who was putting, and they were just chatting. And I sort of stood down and I said, you all right? And all that. And they went, I oh, don't want, we're not watching you type thing. <laughs> and in my head, I'm just like, well, they're watching now. And, uh, <laughs> they're like this. Yeah. And I, you know, I was, I was like, and I melted so badly and just fell apart. You know, and just and then took that the whole course round. So the first, the first, and then but then there's times where I've hit so well off the first tee and just like and then weirdly, you. But and again, it's like stand up, right? The first key stand up is like that first joke. It doesn't matter about the rest of your act. Almost, you get them with the first joke, you got them, and then then it's yours to lose them, right? And your first tee, right? If you hit it badly, I think that's indicative maybe of the rat, You've really got to bring it back. And like, you know, I, I don't just like play golf now I'm obsessed with watching it I, I'm I love I genuinely love watching golf I, I it's one of my favorite things I just I find that just really uh cathartic I just sit and watch you know Rahm I love John Rahm is one of my favorites and and, and I just like to sit and and but you can watch that's the thing that the leveler of it is watching some one of the be, some of the best players in the world have that bad first tee and that I just like how are they going to bring this back round. then mm-hmm. how you know that I'm you know, watching the Masters and your man there who won this year was incredible. Dustin, when he won last time, I'm more interested in guys who aren't playing that well. And then you see like Rahm this year when he's like fucking charging up. And I'm like, oh, go on, son. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is a guy. Yeah, that's the interest for me. Is like, how does your men, men, mental strength like to get, to get back to that place? You know, it, that's that's what's interesting.
0: So, so what would happen then, Tom, for you if you, let's say you're doing a stand-up and you told a joke that just fell on deaf ears what would you do to re- what would what would your mindset be
1: after that but that's the thing isn't it it's like you I now have the I suppose uh, minerals in a sense it's hard that, that, that you know what that's a really hard situation I've got to say like it's essentially so crushing when that when you work walk on and that first thing doesn't it's why you, know, you spend so long working on that first joke or that first two, 3 minutes. Uh it's the same thing with making a TV show you sort of you know, you you know when you put what episode do you put out you have to put out the episode that's really going to like punch or and you know and it's because it's really hard to get people back once you sort of like if if so that it you know it's a horrible feeling. I remember early I remember doing a, a stand up gig in Manchester when I was really starting out and uh going on stage and literally opened my mouth and went like even everyone <laughs> And everyone just went quiet. Boo! A couple of people booed because I was a southerner, and and like I really had to prove, like prove. And I just could, you know, couldn't get them back. I couldn't win them around. I just, I lost my my bottle went. And I think that's the thing of, um, yeah, it's a it's a really hard thing. But look, you guys have played, you know, high level of golf, right? You play a lot. You know yourself, and that is like I say now within comedy. I I'd like to think. I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Because I was gigging. I had a hiatus really. I hadn't gigged for a long time, and just as COVID was hitting, I was me and Romesh did, did quite a few gigs together. We were like doing a few theatre gigs, and then I was like doing quite a lot more stuff. I was really getting back into the field feel of stand up. And one of the things that I've had a little bit through through all this was that like I, I've got people that I massively respect who are doing stand up all the time, but my sort of career and my life took a little bit of a difference, You know, acting and writing became the thing. And I just always sort of th- thought, you know what, stand up. I'm going to always go back to it. It's always going to be there. It's always going to be, you know, It's the really weird thing through lockdown is because it's not there now. And it, you know, and then you go, wow, I've just taken this thing that I really love and I've taken it kind of for granted a little bit. And I sort of, I think it's made me appreciate being in front of people and making them laugh again. And I, that's a really like, a thing that hopefully, you know, coming out of this, you can carry forward, but But yeah, I think, yeah, in answer to your question, that is, there's something, I I sort of have sleep this night. It's two things that keep me up at night, the first tea and the first gig back and that first joke. And they're they're just almost the same feeling.
0: I think (laughs) there's a lot of people, a lot of people who are going to relate to that. I mean, look, we've been there and we still, we still have little bits of those in us, but we've managed to sort of train them out of ourselves. And I know a lot of people will be thinking that. And I think the way to approach that, maybe for you, Tom, and the listeners to this is that, often we can just go, well, if I can get a good first tee shot away, everything's going to be all right. And then you you tend to sort of build that up in your mind where you think that the round is based on the first tee shot. Whereas if you think about it, well, if you hit a bad shot off the first tee or you hit a bad shot off the 17th tee, it's just a bad shot. And yeah. You just going to go, well, there's no difference between it one off the first compared to one off the, the 17th. So if you can just quickly go okay, that's just a bad shot and just get into the next shot. Not-
1: how do you do that? Because that's my big question for you too because, you know, I watch a lot of your stuff and I, you know, fucking thank you both, both so much. But How do you do, because that's the thing I find really hard. And also like, you know, so I play with um, my mate Thorpe, who's a pro and he's like you, and this is, again, it goes back to stand-up and it goes back to my career. as You know, I'm really, he's like, you're so hard on yourself. You know, he's <laughs> he'll be like, I'll hit a shot that's, you know, like a chip that I don't get under, or, you know, my pet hate. I, I literally turned around and I said, I'll pay someone as much as I have to pay someone to never top the ball again.
0: Hi, everyone. Andy here, just letting you know about something that we've created just for you. Me and MyGolf.com is our membership platform that we believe is the best resource out there to improve your golf. And one of the questions that we get asked all the time is what's the difference between YouTube and the website? And the main difference being is that sometimes people can get lost in content on YouTube and not really having a clear structure or plan of where to go. So we wanted to create something that was, was really going to help golfers. We've got over a thousand uh, coaching videos on there but our main thing or main feature on there are the coaching plans and we've seen some amazing results from these plans. And these are basically carefully designed plans on all areas of the game so you don't have to think or worry about what to do. We tell you exactly what to practice each week and whether you're looking to break a certain score, fix a slice, improve your putting or short game, we have a plan that will suit you. We're even staggered at some of the results that golfers are getting from these as well and we even have a private Facebook group where all of our members go and share experiences and support each other. Real nice place, positive place to be. And we'd love to see you over there and have the chance to help you with your game. So make sure you head over to meandmygolf.com and check out your free trial with no obligations to join. Check it out and see if you can find a plan and become a part of this amazing community.
1: How do you both go, right, well, I've hit a bad shot, but now I've got to hit the next shot, can't be bad. So I need, to... what 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 goes through your head?
0: I think I think there's a, there's a couple of things. First of all, expectations. Like when we go on the golf course, more so now, and even now we hit a lot of really crap shots. And a lot of people think that the good players don't hit any bad shots. They <laughs> yeah. just think that they don't. So I think for us, it's like, I'm going to hit some bad shots today. Like before we go out there, you go, right, there's going to be some really bad shots today. So you, you're almost acknowledging that before you go out there. Yeah, yeah. And the next thing is, if you do hit a bad shot, the immediate thing that a lot of people do is they go, right, what did I do wrong? And then yeah, they, the get bad, the yeah. and they go, right, okay, I probably I probably did this. So I'll tell you what, I'll try my grip, let me think about my stance. Instead of going, well, that's just a bad shot, let's get to the next ball, let's not think of anything any different. Don't automatically go back to technique because yeah. if you've just gotta go, well, the technique stuff's for the range. If you can go, well, that's just a bad shot, let's go and approach it the same way and just see what happens. And if you can do it like that, expect some bad shots, but don't try and fix every bad shot that you hit. Just yeah. go with the same approach and go, right, I'm just going to have another go here. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I've got to get into fixing. If you get into fixing on the course, and with, me and Pierce have been there numerous times, don't really do it anymore. And if you can just play and just go, well, I'm just going to approach the shot and see what happens. Instead of thinking, right, I need to just correct the last bad shot that I hit. That's,
1: That's exactly what I spent the whole of yesterday afternoon doing. <laughs> like, literally, that was that was the, the whole of it. And, and to a point where you're like, you know, and, and, you know, this is, this, you know, the worst thing is like the guy I played play with, he was like, you know, it is, it's in there, you can see it's in there, you know, you hit a five iron and you're smashing a five iron in it, you know, and it, you know, like I say, if I get hold of the hybrid or the driver and I get hard, hard like hold of it properly, it it's going, it's flying. But then what's frustrating is when it's in there, you know, you then go, why is it not always in there? <laughs> and then you do. And exactly that I was like, I was on the, on the course yesterday. And I'm like, I start correcting stuff and I'm going okay right you know what it is I reckon I was standing too far away or I was standing too close or I reckon that you know you know what it was I, I didn't fucking like hinge my wrists properly mm-hmm. and I didn't do this or whatever and and that's the thing that killed it you know and it, yeah it's it's man yeah it's, don't get into the fix don't a, get
0: into the fixing Pierce, yeah, you might have some more you might have some more yeah I mean I did just a few things Or
2: actually a couple of things actually I suppose the first thing was that interesting that you probably have been aware going into a gig that you may have a joke that falls on deaf ears and it's silence after that. So I suppose you've probably trained yeah. for what your response is going to be to that, which is probably yeah. either attack them or you know have some sort of quick witty comment back to them. Whereas golf's the same, you know, it's about, well, when you hit that bad shot, what's your reaction going to be? And if your reaction is to work at your stance and your swing and your grip, it's obviously the wrong reaction but you may then just have another reaction that you can have put into play, which is just going to allow you to get around to the, the, the next shot a lot easier. But think of it this way. I think was, Andy you might correct me on this. It was Tom Kite maybe. I'm rubbish at remembering who just quotes, but Tom Kite, Tom Kite he knows where I'm going with this. So a bogey is just a bad shot. Yeah. A double bogey is a bad shot followed by a dumbass decision. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a <laughs> really good way of looking at golf because – That's all it is. You know, you you hit a bad shot and then you just make a stupid mistake after that mentally and a decision before you know it. It's a six, it's a seven, it's an eight and then you're gone.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's exactly it. And he said, you know, it's a weird one as well, isn't it? Like, so I have a thing where if I'm playing a, a hole where, you know, like if there's water hazards or if it's slightly sort of up and down or whatever, I really relish those. I'll tell you the ones that I hate are just long, flat, Holes. (laughs) holes <laughs> they're the killer for me because it's sort of like i, I find it's i mean you know what it is as well it's in real slant towards the fact of having adhd because if there's more for me to think about i'm like well i've got to get over that wall i've got to get over those bunkers I've, so in a sense, I've got, to, right, what I'm going to use, I've got a picture wedge here, or, or should I hit this with a five, or should, da, 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 should I get it, you know. So actually course management is one of one thing I really enjoy. I really enjoy the thing of like, and of, you know, watching you guys and watching the great players. And, you know, when I'm watching stuff you talked about, I'm like in my head, right, I'll look at a like a hole and I'll go, right, da-da-da-da. And, and that's where I'm, my brain works. But the one that kills me is, and I'll always, always bogey, double bogey, over, quadruple, whatever, you know, I'll kill it is those ones where you're like, all right, it's just flat. And then I'm just going well, you know what? Well, maybe I'll just, instead of just going, well, I hit this with a five or I hit this with a seven or I hit this with whatever. And I'll hit it straight and I'll just keep walking and walk it down. I end up going, well, you know what? I might try the three wood. I can't hit for Toffee with the three wood. <laughs> you know I mean? But I think I'll make it interesting for myself. <laughs> and then the guy's looking at me going, well, I've won this now staple for you. I know your head's gone. Yeah. And then I'll hit a really bad shot with that instead of, and that's the, Thing of golf, isn't it? It's just going, you know what? I'm, you know, I'm going to play this hole and then I want to enjoy the next two. But this one is just like, you know, getting down to sort of the competition of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I think
0: it's, I think a lot of people relate to that as well. When there's nothing, there's nothing challenging there, it just doesn't challenge your brain. So, you've got to find a way to maybe just ask yourself some good questions. Well,
1: you, you, the thing about it, your brain is the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> that, in my scenario, that's what the challenge is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Let's get a couple more questions here. We've got some more. What is the, what do you think Tom for you is the most difficult part of golf?
1: You know, I think temperament. I think, I think that, that would be the thing. I sort of, it's like, like when I finish this, I'll go out in the garden now. And I'll hit fifty balls, and I'll and I'll hit them pretty well, and I'll feel like because I'll be relaxed, right? And it's that's the thing as we've, we've just said. I think that I think that yeah, that the think temperament and and the sort of it's because it's it's such an incredible game of it's such an incredible mind game, really, isn't it? It's you know, so I'm like you know the amount of golf apps that I've got in my on my phone now, like Imagine Golf, shout out Imagine Golf, uh, and you know you boys, and so. I try that 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 angle of it but for me it's just something where you just I think the thing that frustrates me probably the most is just going how can I hit a drive on one hole and I can hit that 24260 straight and then on the next hole I'll literally I'll hit it like 70 yards and it will just fucking kill that's the thing that frustrates me or so I think more, more than anything it's the questions of it and not you know and and that will come like you know yeah because you know the you know, truth of the matter is when I was eight months into being a stand-up comedian, was i as good as i am you know now or was it you know I, no of course i wasn't I, I look back now and i look at the material i used to do and I, quite frankly i was sort of like cringing to a sofa but it it's yeah i suppose it's that thing and i think the 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 frustra- most frustrating thing is as you can hit a ball right and you look at it and you think wow that's i've got this game mastered and two holes later you are literally it's one of the only things that's nearly brought me to tears as an adult and i'll I'll say that to you two as pals i'll say i genuinely have stood there nearly in tears in front of other sort of grown-ups just literally sobbing nearly (laughs) why can't i why has this happened
2: I think there's a there's a there's always a, there's a saying that golfers will often say, and maybe people who've been playing the game a little bit and they'll 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 say to, I've had this conversation. Like I used to work in a pro shop, so someone who come off the golf course, so I played really well. I've got it. I've got the secret. I've got it. I've got it. And then the next game, they're terrible. And I always remember Tiger Woods saying, "You never have it. You just borrow it every
1: now and then." Uh, <laughs> Wait, that's that, that. That's it. Perfect. I'm having that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what people think I'm talking about, but um no, but that's true, right? That that's uh, also you know the thing about it is, it's like it's everything is practice, and and you know what, like I sort of really so you know I watched your videos, like uh I got the net you guys said about, and then I'm you know, and then I sort of thought, oh, I've got this mastered, and actually, I I noticed the difference of going, I might have not played around, but I went out four nights of the week, and I did some of the drills, you know, with your legs together or a leg behind yourself or whatever, some of the little things you do or just, um, there's a video. You've got, I think Andy's got a video of your tempo or some of the ones you've got Pierce, of just like, just your setup. Do you know what I mean? And actually, if you just go back through those and I do that a couple of times a week and then I'll go out on a Saturday, the thing about it isn't the fact that I've become so much better at golf. It's just, I've almost got the technique of the swing. is just a little bit more there. Whereas if I leave it for a week and then I go, you know, and also I've had a thing where, uh, like I, I jamie got me some Titleist clubs tightest shout Titleist, and i feel like <laughs> they're uh mm-hmm. so they're incredible and they're incredible but then i weirdly started when i got them fitted i had jumbo um grips on them so now i'm having to put me because the jumbo grips i find quite hard so in the i had other some other clubs which are orca clubs which are quite i enjoy the orca club but in my orca bag i've only got a 60 like uh so <laughs> I've, you know, tight list. I've got, I think I've got, is it a 40, I think a 43 or 54 or whatever, 58. So, yes, so when I'm playing with just a 60 and a pitching wedge, I'm like, oh my, I haven't got the tools now. Do you, know what I mean? <laughs> you know It's sort of, I'm used to sit here, I can just give it a little dink. And yeah, yeah it's, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's but oh, man, I would I sort of, I could talk about it all day. I I drove, you know, and, you know, again, you know, like Joe Cole, and I do a podcast with Joe and we talk about it all the time. I do, you know, it's all at me, Jamie and Harry. Talk about before and after the show. It's, Love, it. Love it. Have
2: you played with Jamie yet? Have you? No, no, him?
1: no. I think in two or three weeks I'm going to be playing with him. Nice. So uh, yeah. Please, I, let us, I, please
2: let us know when you beat him. Come on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will be a fun. It will be a fun thing. I think what I like about Jamie is he's quite. You know, I think he'll be make it fun. The only thing about it as well is what you realise is the more you chat, the more you have a laugh, the better you play. The more mm-hmm. serious you take it, as silly as that sounds, it sounds yeah. You know, the more, I think, in your head you get.
2: Yeah, for sure, you're out there for a long time. You're out there for four or four hours, maybe five hours sometimes. If you're yeah, constantly yeah. on it thinking, you know, you're gonna drive yourself into the ground. You need to, you know, you need to, Tiger calls it BS time in between shots. He'll talk yeah. to you about anything. You yeah. Know? And then when he's yeah. on the shot, you can then focus.
0: I remember um, there's a guy we played with actually, and um, he's an actor. I mean, it's, as you mentioned, Tom, it's funny where golf takes you. We played with an actor called, called Miles Fisher.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He
0: plays in um a Bel Air in LA Bel Air Country Club in LA. Yeah, yeah. we played with him. He's a nice. Is guy. it in a boxing film? Um, I'm not sure. He was in um Final Destination, Final Destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise rip-offs. Yeah. He's the guy who does the Tom Cruise impersonations, he's, he's yeah. amazing. And he was like, he says I says, Yeah, golf is all about bad golf and good bullshit. And he's just yeah. and he's just that's what it is, you know, it's uh, it's the good stuff isn't always there. But if the, if the chat's there and you enjoy the experience and there's something that we always talk about, we got off one of the sort of um, the golf performance guy who, work, who works, does some content for us and he's like, if you keep your eyes above the level of the flags, yeah. just, just notice where you are, have a chat with your friends instead of like yeah, head down, thinking about your swing and game, like enjoy yeah. enjoy it as well. You know,
1: the best book for that to read is John Daly's book. Yeah. yeah. John Daly, the way John Daly talks about it and he's probably... I, so from my favourite golfer of all time but <laughs> um, uh but how he talks about you know you know I love a bet I like a bet on football like you know so if you make it interesting for a few pints after or f- you know for a silly bit of money not a lot but you know it, it, it is that so, and like you say if you can have a little bit of a laugh when you're going around and I think that's the thing where well, I look and go oh, I played really well that day but I didn't actually think about playing whereas yesterday and also I'm a, I'm a bit I'm at the stage and I suppose it's like sort of anything but yeah, you know, I'm at a stage now where just getting out on the golf course. Yeah, you know, I've I've got really into it and then a lockdown happens. I got really into it and then a lockdown happens. So I'm re- I'm at that stage now. It's like, you know, if I yeah, you know, I'm gonna be brutally I was working yesterday morning. All I could think of is like, I have a tee off time, 10 past three. I need to be at that tee off time. Oh, so yeah. by the time I got to the tee, I was so pent up, like, oh my god, I, I can't wait to be out there. And I didn't enjoy it because I, I was so wrapped up in like the actual, right, well, I've got to play well, I've got to do this. And whereas the last two times I played before that, I you know I had a bit of time, I was in the garden hitting a few balls, I turned up, met my pals and we had a bit of a laugh and then then we teed off and, you know, and you're having know, a bit, it's so much more relaxed. And that's, yeah, exactly what you just said there. It's just actually sort of going, well, you know what, the reason that I'm playing is just to have that laugh and have, have a bit of fun. And it is the most fun you can have, you know, when you get to a certain age.
2: Indeed, it is at whatever age for sure. And I think what it's interesting, it's worth. Um, uh, this is a plug for the website, obviously. But there's a coaching plan on there called Simple Secrets to Lower Scores. I think you will be, you'll love it. And what it will do, it'll it'll change a lot of things. We talk about expectations. We talk about literally what the best players do, isn't as good as you think. <laughs> yeah. so, so you know, the best drivers in the world, they'll go out there and hit ten out of fourteen fairways. You know, they've missed four fairways yeah, yeah. Know, we're allowed to do that you know an amateur golf hitting two three four maybe six fairways that's good that's okay but simple secrets to lower scores check that one out um, i'll
1: have a look at that tonight that'll be my viewing tonight that's your viewing tonight
2: <laughs> <laughs> andy i have we've got so Tommy. we have a list of questions we prepare i think yeah. we've done about two of them we we're nowhere near doing what we should be doing so we just keep going i think oh yeah yeah
1: yeah go ahead go ahead.
0: <laughs> the best way that is um well, okay, so just a quick one. Have there been any light bulb moments for you at all then, time in golf where you've gone, it's just, you've you've either had a lesson, you've watched a video, you've done, and you've gone, oh, God, that, oh, that makes sense. I've got it in terms of understanding oh, technique or, or whatever.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I think, so there's a guy, Adam Chamberlain, I've worked a bit with, and he's um, he plays uh, in Peterborough Way i had a couple of lessons with him and I think mixed with the stuff that I've watched from you guys and just that, you know what it was, the thing I think is that light bulb moment of trying to actually just just like not worry about hitting the ball and coming through, the main thing for me, as I sort of said earlier, is that thing of coming through the bottom of the ball and not not worrying too much about whacking the ball as hard as I can. And that's, you know, it's no more sort of as a new player, There's nothing more simple than that. But it's really hard to sort of, you know, when I talk about other sports that I've done are all about power, really, or or sort of all about sort of, you know, when you're six foot seven, a lot of that stuff is using your size, using your height, using your strength. So for a long time when I was playing, I was like, you know what, I'm really going to kick behind this ball and smash it as hard as I can because, you know, I weigh 20 stone. I'm thinking you get 20 stone behind this, smash it as hard as I can, this ball is going to go, you know. 500 yards the truth is it goes no distance at all because it's sort of getting the wrong you know so the light bulb moment and and when it works for me is actually just thinking well actually it's not about my weight it's not about that it's just the axis and everything moving around my frame with the, my arm length and actually just as long as my arms are sort of like coming back to this point as straight as possible you know that is that's gonna and without any like little tension tension the loss of tension is as I sort of said that's that's the thing, like you know, you and it, you know, it is again, I take it back to stand-up. Yeah. If you go on stage and you're if you go and watch the stand-up, if you watch Mickey Flanagan, probably I'd say the 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 daddy for me is the the guy, you know, watch Womesh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, watch Catherine Ryan, you know, when these guys go out, when these people the relaxation in their shoulders and everything, right, straight away will set you at ease because you go there they're, they're at they're easier. That's they're they're chilled, they're relaxed. If a stand-up came out like that and was like, hi, you know good evening like and it was all tight you go fucking hell like, yeah oh yeah and that they're, they're the same level so it's like the tension there's not many things in life that the more tension like if you're lifting weights you don't do it like that do you You know it's sort of so why when you're hitting a golf ball do you tense up your arms and you know that's that, so that's been the light bulb moment for me of going relaxation is the key and, and just trying to sort of yeah just not top it i think that's it as well i, I always blame height for what I top it <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, you got it, haven't you? You got to, You big guy. Yeah. So, um, let's. Uh, well, I've got another question. One question, then maybe Andy, we can go into some quick fire ones because um, we got we got some questions we definitely want to ask you. So, before, um, yeah, what? Well, first of all, actually, who would be your dream four ball? Who would you want to play golf with?
1: Or, or pros, or anyone? Yeah, anybody. Um, anybody. You know what? Uh... John Daly's got to be out there for me. Yeah. yeah I love him. I think that like, you'd have a good, good chat and, and certainly a good sort of party after. <laughs> uh, um, I like Bubba a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I'll throw in Mark Wahlberg for the mix. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to take Wahlberg round for a round. Uh, picture movie ideas. Um, that'd be a fun, yeah. That'd be a fun little thought. Uh, but then again, I don't know if Wahlberg drinks, does he? So it might be a bit touchy Cause then if you like, That's the worst thing. The big thing about a four ball, and this is what I've learned, right? Everyone's got to be on the same wavelength. (laughs) It's like having a dinner party. You've got to to make sure everyone's going to get on because there's nothing worse than having someone going, I'm here for this and I'm very strict to these sort of rules. And then having someone else who's like, well, let's have a party. Like (laughs) one of those caps on with the beer cans and a couple of straws hanging out of it.
2: He'd have the banter. He'd have the banter, Mark. He'd have to,
0: wouldn't
1: he? Yeah, Yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. He would.
0: Okay, right. Should we get to quick fire then, Pierce? Yeah. Yes, do it. Okay, right. Perfect. Um, best golf experience so far, then, for you, Tom. Um,
1: I don't know. I, I, think it's. I don't know. I, I, you know what? Um, penultimate time till I played, I hit at this incredible drive, and it must. Yeah, it was. It was the first time I played in this sort of weather where we are now, and it's that little. The ground was a bit harder. So, before this, I've played on wet ground and it's like you, it sits where it lays. Do you know what I mean? And I hit one the other day and uh, hit onto the fairway and it just rolled and rolled and it kept on rolling. And I'm like, wow, this is just like the feeling of it, it, it. For the rest of the game, it didn't matter what I did. It was just like, that was just. Even now, I'm I, 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 standing up on floor, I, I'm just, yeah, tingles. It was just an amazing feeling, just watching it. And then some walking off the sort of tee as well, just seeing it still dribbling along. Yeah, that was a, a hell of a feeling. Brilliant. Nice.
0: Good, because the good, the great thing is you're going to have lots of new experiences. Like, there's yeah. going to be loads for you. There's going to be loads. I was it of-
1: one of your videos as well that you say about not focusing on, don't focus on the bad shots, focus on the good ones, because there's always going to be bad shots. and I think that's, yeah, that's one of the things I try really hard to keep in my head.
0: Yeah. Just talk about the good ones
1: when you come back in. Don't talk about. The- <laughs> what would you change about golf? Um, you know, I wouldn't actually change anything about the game itself. I, I think, I think what it needs is it needs a bit of a. I think people need to know how much more. I think people need to know how sociable it is. I think people the benefits of it as a game. I think the the idea that anyone you know, like we've just said already on this, that anyone can play it. I think that. I would probably there. There has been places that I've walked into and gone, you know, and felt like sort of people sneering down at me. I felt that sort of there's an element maybe of like sort of snobbery, and that's that's to say probably you know in in all the times I've played and sort of all the brilliant people i that's probably two percent of the experience I've had. But I think it. I think it does. I don't think the game needs to change. because I genuinely think it's it's an incredible game that I genuinely adore and I'll play for the rest of my life. But I think. Making sure that other people realize how accessible it is and how the rewards of it and how much fun you can have, and also, especially, I think for guys of my age and people who worry about that's probably why I never because I just thought, you know, will I ever be any good at it? And actually, what you realize is it's a skill you can take up a bit like learning a, another language, but sort of almost better because golf in itself is a language, right? You can go anywhere, in the world. I could go to Dubai, I could go to Portugal, I could go anywhere in the world, and I could just pick up a, my golf bag and I could walk around with anyone and have a great time. And I think that learning that new skill is a really important thing. And the more people that can, I mean, not too many people because it's hard enough getting a tee off times. It is, but <laughs> the more people that can do that, I think that, you know, the more, um, yeah, I think that's, that's what I've probably change. Yeah.
0: I think it's a good one to, you know, a lot of people do need to know how good it is. And I think we're in a good place after what, after lockdown and what's happened. Yeah. I'd hope
1: people, people stick with it. And, yeah.
0: Yeah. Fingers crossed. I'm sure they will. Um, what's the one thing on your wish list,
1: golf? Uh, I need, uh, you know what i need is i need a uh, like a, cat, a power caddy thing that i can push around i've been <laughs> I've, I've been using the one that i pull around or pin on my back and as a six foot seven man it's uh it's a bit of a killer that going nine holes isn't bad 18 holes with the bag on your back is a killer uh so probably one of them uh and also like you know a, a guarantee that every drive i hit will be amazing that'd be nice <laughs> that's, that's a little harder than the first one <laughs> <laughs>
0: and final question what is next for you off the golf course then Tom what's
1: going on um so uh King Gary is coming out um later this year which is I'm really really excited about I think it's you know during lockdown and everything the, the response to it has been incredible really like you know it's it's something I'm sort of dearly proud of and I, I, yeah I feel very blessed to have had that opportunity um and it's, yeah so that comes out at the moment at this very moment shooting the thing with Harry and Jamie um red nap um which that a, earlier actually I yeah saw,
0: i saw the i saw the promo on i think it was on um it was on jamie's um instagram i think yeah yeah, yeah. Looked that looked really
1: good it's really fun it's yeah if i'm honest with you i feel a little bit guilty calling it work at times <laughs> um because i love jamie and i love harry and, and we've got some incredible people coming on the show and you know the one in lockdown we did was we yeah you know, we were blessed with tyson fury we had um warrior mackaw as i've said and uh we had incredible people come on so um uh yeah it that's that's a lot of fun and then yeah, you know, uh p- podcast with Romesh is Wolf and Hour has done really well and, and I think we're hoping touch wood, we can sort of tour that towards the end of the year. So yeah, it's it's good. It's 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 I thought I think it's keeping busy, making sure I'm doing enough, but also making sure I'm doing just enough that I can also be playing a lot of golf this summer. That's mm-hmm. a hope hopefully getting over to Dubai or Portugal to play as well. I might have to, big shout out to my mate Rory, who's out in um Dubai and he does a lot of stuff out there. So uh, yeah. Got to get it done. Yeah, get it done. And also, I need a game with you boys. Yeah,
0: we'll get that in there. Yeah, let's do it.
1: Yeah, we should do it. We we uh, should try and do it for the show and just get a four ball with you two. Yeah, there and you go. me and Jamie. Fix there it up. Go. I think that'll be good. That'll yeah. be the first game within Then I oh, no
2: two weeks. You got him in a couple of weeks, haven't you? But yeah, that, that'll yeah, be, that'll be good. That'll great.
1: be good. Yeah, we will try and do that for the end for the last show. Chaps, yeah. Well, yeah, thank you so much. Awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna play with you. I'm playing tomorrow. I'm gonna yeah. literally just be concentrating shot for shot, not letting it get into my head.
2: Simple secrets to lower scores. Watch that tonight. Tomorrow is the best game of golf you're going to play.
1: I'm on it, brother. <laughs> <Thank
0: you. laughs> build it up now again, Pierce. Don't build it
2: up.
0: What's going on? <laughs> so of the people problem. follow you then, um, Tom? Where are you most active on social?
1: Uh, Instagram. I'm, I'm uh, all about Instagram, man. Mm. All about it. Twitter, I, I, I just... I, I'm not a big Twitter fan. I just... Uh, I like... You know, I can... you can get What I love about Instagram is I can go on Instagram and watch like you. But I want to, this is me as an actor, right? My voice is becoming. I'm. I my voice dictates by listening to people's. So I'm slightly getting a twinge of uh, your voice. What your voice is that brummy twang. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Instagram. I love the. I love. Do you know what? There's some great golf people like you two. Um. And it's. I love. Do you know what? I'm obsessed with. I can lose. I can lose a day watching long driver guys. Who's the German guy? Martin uh, oh, mine Yeah. Oh, shout out Martin mine That awesome. guy's drippy as well with what he dresses in. <laughs> beast yeah yeah but this is a question for you guys can those guys like because while i watch them i'm like you hit that hit the ball silly silly distances right but then what are they like for the rest of the course are they good are they are, are, some are yeah. some
2: some, some, some aren't so joe miller i don't know if you've met joe miller i mean no, he no. he's a good player he's like a, he's probably about a two two or a scratch golfer yeah, yeah um jamie sadlowski won the world championship a couple of times he's like he's like five foot 11 and he's wow. a probably around about 13 or 14 stone and he hits it like 300 like 400 wow. yards he he's trying to make it as a player and he's so he's like trying to make it as a tall player so he's a pro and he's, he's pretty good but yeah. yeah so some of them can some of them may be good.
1: yeah well very diplomatic you should get into politics pierce <laughs> <laughs> never know really? when you might meet one of them <laughs> <laughs> You're a lot
0: bigger than me <laughs> Well, Tom. Look, thanks for your time. Really appreciate Thank you, you uh, giving it up, and uh, we'll see if we can get that game sorted. And uh, any help that you need, just let us know, and we'll do our best to to keep the keep the brain going and keep the swing going.
1: Thank you, chaps. Thank you very much. I'll look forward to it. I'll be posting some me and my golf uh, <laughs> vibes uh, hopefully tomorrow. We'll see how we you get come. on. Let us know you get on, yeah. I oh, will do. All the best.
2: Cheers, Tom.
0: Legends. Cheers, Tom. guys. Thank you. Later. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you found some great value in it. And if you did, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Also, let us know your feedback by leaving us a rating or review over on iTunes. And remember, if you want to go deeper and really improve your game, head over to golf.com and start your free trial and check out one of the many plans that are seeing incredible results. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to speaking to you next week.